0: Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show. Sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Chris Spockman back with you. More Spock Sports Show. I am out in Beale City and not talking football right now. I've got Eva Lynch and Bree Locke here with me. And I got that right that time, Eva, correct? Yep. All right. And so... Younger sister of Ethan, younger sister of Cam. And so I know your guys older brothers. We got some uh, Beale City family tradition here and also joined by Griffin Bohan and the athletic director. You got a couple of outstanding girls here with us. Eva's a senior, Bree is a junior. Uh, kind of introduce everybody to them a little bit, maybe.
1: Um, well, Eva Lynch, uh, senior for us this year. She is one of three seniors we've got on the volleyball team. Um, she'll be probably our lone senior on the softball team. Uh, so she's a four-year varsity volleyball player. I'm likely going to be a four-year varsity softball player. Fantastic student for us. Uh, Great leadership in that class from Eva Lynch. Of course, she comes from a family of leaders. Um, Her her, her dad (laughs) helps out a lot with a lot of things for us. Her mom's a prominent figure on sports boosters. Um, You know, she gets it done in the classroom, too. So programs are lucky to have a senior like Eva.
0: And now talk a little bit about Bree.
1: Um, Bree, fantastic junior. Also comes from a very involved family. Um, Her dad's a school board member. Used to be our athletic trainer. Um her mom coaches cross country and track for us. Um her older sister was a state champ. You mentioned that her brother um was on the football team. She's got three younger siblings coming through Beale City. Um she's also a great student. She does basketball, cross country and track. Um she actually did a little volleyball her freshman year. But well, we got her to come over to cross country, which I was coaching cross then. So we were happy to <laughs> get her we were happy to get her over on the cross team. But.
0: and now Eva, a uh, four year varsity volleyball player, four year varsity softball player. Do you got a favorite sport?
2: Uh, for the longest time it was softball. And then, right. I don't know, I played travel a lot and I kind of got a little tired of it at one point. <laughs> and then I played more volleyball. I started playing travel volleyball and then I started to like that a lot more. And since I've been in high school, I just have really liked volleyball a lot. I like softball too, but right. I think I'd have to say volleyball is my favorite.
0: Volleyball's taken take over a little bit for you. And now what about you, Bree? said cross country basketball track do you, do you got a favorite
2: yeah i
3: like basketball i think the most i also like track a lot all right um but yeah basketball has probably been like my favorite for a while but track continues to grow on me cuz i keep like i don't know yeah, you're, you're, kick, you're kicking
0: butt kind of, too, I think has something to do with <laughs> it, too. Right, Griffin? That
1: helps, yeah. the Individual state qualifier last year probably helps improve. And <laughs> I can track a little bit.
0: And now how much does the cross country help you as you go into basketball season? I mean, I imagine you're pretty well conditioned.
3: Yeah, it helps a lot because when I played volleyball freshman year and then went into basketball, my conditioning was not as good. But even last year, my conditioning into basketball was, like, really well, and I'm excited to see what my conditioning this year because last year I didn't run a whole lot with injury. So I'm excited to see how I can kind of play with the conditioning I'll have for Cross
2: this year.
0: All right, now we're going to talk a little bit here with Eva about some volleyball stuff. Uh, what, what's your guys' team's record right now?
2: We are 19-6-1. All
0: right, and the Highland Conference, similar to girls' basketball, is it pretty loaded again for volleyball this year?
2: Yeah, there's a lot of tough teams that we'll have to play. Yeah,
0: who's the team you're trying to knock off the toppers that you guys this year? Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we were trying to knock off Lake City, and we played um, – uh, a couple weeks ago, we ended up losing, but uh, it was a tough game. But hopefully we play Manton on Thursday. They'll be a tough team, and then McBain will also be tough.
0: All right, and now are you guys Division Three or Division Four this year? Because I know that's something that you guys are right on that borderline. Division three Griffiths, just speak Griffiths, you got the headset on too. <laughs> I thought so you, you it, said it, a four. <laughs> she
1: probably knew that Yeah, one. And, and I and that's was just one of those, three. you guys are probably case.
0: division three by maybe a dozen girls or so, being division four is probably pretty close.
1: Yeah, and uh, volleyball, I think we were over by 12, we're at 213 kids. Um, I know last year in basketball, we were the cut school, you know, we were the bare minimum. So we're always one of those smaller division three schools for volleyball and for basketball.
0: Yep, and Eva, you're a leader on the team. I imagine is one of the seniors. Uh, who who else are the leaders on the team? Do you think? And you know, if you if you feel don't feel like you want to call anybody <laughs> out, you don't have to either.
2: Um, another senior, Avery Wilson. She's a good leader. She's been on this. Will be her third year all right. on varsity, and then Chloe Wilson. This will also be her third year, but she's a junior. We're the all three of us are the team captains. So
0: all right, I always like to say that girls volleyball is like the equivalent to football you know like one girl can't win a volleyball game as opposed to basketball kind of thing does that make sense if I say that
2: yeah definitely it's not a one person sport it's all six people on the court everyone on the bench too
0: and now what position do you play or do you kind of move around and go everywhere
2: Uh, I'm the libero so I play uh left back so I'm in that girl the whole time
0: the libero you called it yeah all right I think that's the first time I've heard that lingo or anything and now what's your favorite part of volleyball
2: I would say, um, like, playing tough teams and coming out with a win, that's the best feeling you can get.
0: And now your least favorite part of volleyball. Definitely Maybe say the same thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I guess, like, losing when you've played a tough team. But, I mean, it was a close game. Also, definitely running in practice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now for you, what would school be like without high school sports?
2: It would definitely be a lot different. I would have a lot less time taken up with sports. I mean be more time to get schoolwork done, but also I would have a boring life. <laughs> don't know what I would do <laughs> without it.
0: And you said you got Manton coming up. That's the ne- next big match for you guys. When is that? Yeah,
2: that's uh, this Thursday.
0: That's this Thursday. All right. And now we're going to talk a little cross country here with Brie Locke. Uh, record this year, I said a little bit different for you guys, or maybe talk about some of the times for this year. Who's got the best time on the team, yada, 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 that kind of thing.
3: Yeah, right now, uh, Noli's our number one runner, and then, We took runner-up at Chip Hills, and then we've had some conference mates, but our teams, like, times continue to drop. Like, this past weekend, we had multiple people run very fast, and then we're, like, second or third ranked in the region right now.
0: All right, Um, And, and, and that's kind of the bigger deal as opposed to, you know, like I said, it's one of those, you know, I'm looking over at Griffin, I'm the basketball, football, you know, basketball guy or whatever, it's like I always think... Well, what's your win-loss record? But for you, the times matter so much more because even if you go to a regionals, because there's no districts for cross-country, I got that correct, right. even if you don't place a certain amount, if you end up with a certain time, you guys still move on, correct?
3: Uh, no, it's like um, places. And-, well, yeah, and this might be, I've talked so-
0: with Kerry Hamill too much in Shepard. You know what I mean? Go, go ahead, though, Griffin.
1: Top three teams. Yep. Um, and then if you're an individual, if you're one of the, I believe it's top seven individuals not on a qualifying team. All right. Or top 15 overall, whatever runs deeper. So let's say the 22nd place kid was actually the 7th overall kid, not on one of those top three. They'd go as deep as that number 22 kid. Gotcha. Um, and then our girls should be, uh, which Brie alluded to a little bit, but right in the mix for that second, third place spot, there are four very good teams in the region. Um, so, only, you know, one's going to be staying home. So yeah. we're hoping that one's not us. But. Are you
0: guys division three, division four for cross country? We are guys, division four. Yep. And see that's where there's that little bit of a difference. You think yep. everything's always gonna match up, but it goes to how many volleyball schools are there in division one, two, three, and then that kinda figures out how many is gonna be in division four. And Bree, who are some of the leaders on the team? How many seniors on the team you to you know?
3: Uh, me and Lily Lepper are the two kind of captains this year. Uh Kira Harsh is our lone senior. Um she's come out before but she's been not coming out from like injury but we're definitely thankful to have her so um but yeah
0: Yep. and so you and Lily uh you guys both big members of the basketball team and I remember making a joke a couple times last year all the L's on the basketball team you know I mean there's Liddy Salisbury there's Brie Lock. there's Lily Leppard there's Lauren Lakari. do you guys ever get goofed up how often do other people get goofed up with all the L's on there is that just me
3: I I mean and Fletcher, you can say it's just, Fletcher sometimes got goofed up with all, all right. the L's when, like, written <laughs> out the plays, but that was pretty much it.
0: And now, speaking of Fletcher, he's moved on or whatever. Easton Yunker was somebody that I was able to cover in basketball quite a bit. I, I, I got to bring it up since it kind of came up. How much have you been able to work with him? How excited are you guys for the season?
3: I work with Easton uh, personally. I work with him, like, once a week on, like, some skills, and other pe- a lot of other people are working with him as well. And just, like, there's a lot of improvement that's been happening in, over the summer. So.
0: And and he'll be a little uh, a little modest or whatever, but he was a really really fantastic all sport athlete when he was here at Beale City. If he sure won't was. tell you, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll kind of put him on the spot here. And now, what are your thoughts while running? And I'm not, you know, necessarily thinking when you're in the competition. I'm thinking more of when you're in practice. Is there always the competitive mode in your mind, or are there sometimes when you're out there and you're just just kind of running? Because this is one of those dumb layman's questions. A guy who doesn't go out and run, and as I pat my stomach, I probably should. <laughs>
3: Uh, sometimes, like, it helps, like, I don't know, so sometimes it's just like, I don't like to run, I'm just like, oh, I don't feel like doing this today, but sometimes it's like, I'm motivated, and I, like, want to do well, like, even on just, like, easy runs or workouts, it's like, I want to do well, and, like, see how well I can do, and sometimes it's just like, I'm tired, I don't really feel like doing
0: this. No, hey, and I love the, that honest answer right there, because I think that's how we all feel sometimes, Griffin, is, you oh, know, I, sometimes, we, but you still get out there and do it, and then, when you see those times going down, you guys as a group, that's when it gets motivated. I imagine it's probably different this time of the year when you're kind of in the middle of the season. You're probably motivated every time you go out right now. And, and kind of putting you on the spot here, what was your time at the beginning of the year? Have you tracked much time off of it? Kind of talk about that a little um, bit.
3: I started, I can't remember exactly, but I started either low 24s or high 23s, and now I've made it into twenty one fifty two. Wow.
0: And Griffin, how how big of an improvement is that? Said I'm not the, you know, the cross country expert here. You got a little bit more knowledge of that.
1: A ton. Um, she's improved a ton. She was strong for us at the start of her sophomore year last year. Um, I don't know if it was a broken ankle, but close, if it wasn't broken at the homecoming assembly last year. So as AD, we're not having a lot of athletes participating in the homecoming assembly <laughs> games this year. Um, but ended up missing a significant chunk of time. Um, never got a chance to break twenty three minutes last year. This year she went 22.39 uh, pretty early, and then just on Saturday cut 47 more seconds off for lifetime best. So, you know, you're talking about 15 seconds a mile. She's now running pretty close to seven minutes a mile. Um, Previous to that, she was about 7.15 a mile. So that's a lot of time to be dropping in a short amount, and I'm guessing she'll keep dropping because she's working hard.
0: Yeah, and now what's your favorite sport here at Beale City?
3: Uh either basketball or track so you. Gotcha. and now just like a tie
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now what's coming up with you guys cross-country wise do you guys have any big home meets that's coming up here did you already have the beale city aggie invite if you guys do one of those what's what's coming up for you guys
3: we already had the invite. That was our only home meet for this year. And then we just have, like, conference and regionals that we're kind of looking for.
1: Regionals is the last Saturday in October. All right. So,
0: And then, said there's no district for cross country, it just starts with regionals. And now, what would school be like with for you, Brie without high school sports? What would it be like?
3: Uh, definitely less busy for me and my family <laughs> <laughs> with all of the siblings. But, yeah, I feel like I would have more time to do, like, focus on school more. But, yeah, it just it would not be the same.
0: These two get really good grades, don't
1: they? They both get mm-hmm. excellent right. grades. So, yeah, they're, they're being, they'd be sad with no sports, though, to let we, them fool you. Yeah. When, when <laughs> I've asked that
0: question before, uh, even Eliza Peratt last year, who was a really good student at Sacred Heart, she just said, I don't think I'd come to school very often. You know? <laughs> and so they've had the most studious answers so far, with, that, without a doubt. So I'll give you guys some kudos on that. And now i uh, kind of ask both of you guys this question here. What's it like playing sports in Beale
4: City?
3: Uh, for I enjoy it. Just the community is very like supportive, and yeah, it's just like everyone around is just willing to support you, whether they have family, uh, playing in the games or not, which is encouraging.
2: To what about you. you, Eva? Yeah, like Brie said, it's everyone's supportive here, and like you will be in the hallway, and people will be like, "Oh, when's your next game?" and be like, "Oh, I'll be there." So it's just a lot of support from students and community and staff.
0: Yeah, Griffin, what's it like being the AD in Beale City? it's uh
1: I've actually really been enjoying it so we're pretty sports um obsessed here you know we have a long history of success in sports and people do take it pretty seriously um thankfully my tenure we've been winning uh for the most part so not that I'm taking any credit for that Aaron Buckovich my predecessor had a really good thing going here we've got some good coaches some good athletes um but you know the state title in the spring for baseball was fun but I haven't people always say, you know, always oh, AD, you're getting complaints all the time about playing time and et cetera. And I just, I don't experience a ton of that here. You know, everybody's pretty supportive about it. And what a story I often like to tell that I kind of joke about, but I think it nicely illustrates how people feel about sports here in Beale. Um, I remember one day when I'd first gotten here, I was originally over in Elma, which is another great sports community, just a great community, but um, came to Beale, and we had a post that we weren't going to be able to get a bus for a volleyball match or something like that. So we posted in the morning that all the kids that are on, you know, bus route are, you know, you're not going to have a bus ride home today because we need to take the bus for volleyball. So if parents could arrange a pickup and et cetera. And I, I saw that and I was like, Man, these comments are gonna be nasty. You know, parents can be pretty upset with this last minute bus change and instead, you know, I go to read the comments on this Facebook post and it's all just I'm so excited we're doing this for our athletes. Kudos Beale City. This go is Aggies, great. Yeah. You know, let me know if I can help carpool kids home. Great, you know, go Beale City, et cetera. So that's just kinda how how yeah. people feel about things here. It's pretty nice. And so. I think that would
0: happen with a lot of our communities around here. Oh, and I think so too. And that's what makes this area special. I but, think uh, so too.
1: Griffin, Eva Bree, thank you guys so much
0: for joining me and talking a little bit. I appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Another big, big thank you to those three. Take some time to chat with me, get into that football conversation. And when we come back with Peyton Buckovich, Luke Lyon, and Coach Brad Gross, Spock Sports Show presented by Barbary Law Firm.
5: If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be your too.
0: loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident.
4: Contact Barbary Law, and we'll take care of you.
5: My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours, too.
0: Chris Bachman back with you now in Beale City. Once again, was just able to chat with uh, Brie Lock and Eva Lynch from cross-country and softball, or volleyball, pardon me, also softball, though, too. Now talking some more football, I got Coach Gross here with me, along with Luke Lyon and Peyton Buckovich. Big win for you guys this past Friday. I'll start with you here, Peyton. What's it like to have just kind of everything go your way in that first half, man?
6: Oh, uh, it was pretty awesome. I wasn't really, an ex- I wasn't really expecting that uh, that was going to happen, and we just started scoring every time, and it almost felt easy.
0: Yeah, and yeah, my dad was asking me, "What's it going to be like Friday? Should it be an easy win for Beale City?" I says, "Oh no, you know Lake City's been one of the better teams in the Highland Conference the last few years," but he like said, "Made it look pretty easy." What would you think about that first half, Luke?
4: Yeah, we came out just ready to. Have a game and then just started scoring and it was nice.
0: Yep, coach.
5: Took care of business. I mean, we talked about it that night. I was you know, I did I told these guys it won't be wouldn't I told them it wouldn't be forty eight nothing at halftime. Well I was pretty close. It was forty two <laughs> nothing. So I I just we just played really well. I mean I thought we even on film, when I watched film, I thought we did a little bit better. We started executing offensively a little bit more. We still obviously not even close to where we wanna be, but we were better. So, yeah. I mean, and I tell these guys all the time, as long as we get better every week, that's what we want to do.
0: Yeah, and a co- little coach talk right there. You know, because, like I said, you still could be a little bit better. It's 35-0 at the half, to, you know, running clock, you know, what you're going for uh, Peyton Luke. Second week in a row that you guys played a team with a good record. You talked about being maybe a little bit surprised. Does that more have to do with you guys are just locked in? You guys got so many seniors or maybe the opponent wasn't as tough as you thought you guys were well-prepared. What was the biggest moment, the point of that game that you guys think in that first half? Uh,
6: Well, I think we did play really good. Um, They had some good players, but we just, our talent was just so much better. I thought. Yeah. What about you,
0: Luke?
4: Yeah. Like Bucky said, we're just marching it down and having good drives compared to them and Worked out.
0: Yeah, in that post game, you know, I was kind of going through the athletes and not even talking about how great you guys have done on the line and now move away from football just for a moment. What other sports do you play here, Peyton?
6: Uh, I play basketball and baseball.
0: All right, which one's your favorite?
6: Uh, football. Football.
0: Luke, what other sports do you play? Just baseball. Just baseball. Which one's your favorite? Football. Football's your favorite. And now talk about what it's like playing football at Be- Beale City, Peyton.
6: Oh, it's awesome. There's always – so many people that come out and support us, and there's really nothing like it. Yeah,
0: about you, Luke?
4: Yeah, it's awesome seeing the crowd come out, away games. There's just so many people out there
6: willing to travel. It's That's sweet.
0: Yep, and now where have all you guys played on the line, offensively and defensively? How many different positions have you played, Peyton?
6: Uh, well, I usually just play tackle and defensive end, and uh, I used to play tight end on JV and stuff.
0: All right, what's your favorite spot to play?
6: Uh, I like offensive tackle. You like tackle? Yeah, it's what I'm best at. So.
0: All right, what about you, Luke?
4: i played offensive tackle and D-tackle. I used to play a little offensive guard, but, yeah. yeah.
0: What's your favorite spot?
4: Oh, tackle, probably. Tackle? All yeah. right.
0: And now, do you guys go up against each other and practice quite often, I imagine? what What's that like when you guys got to square up against each other? When he, We'll say when he's rushing on you, Peyton, what's that like?
6: Oh, he's, he's pretty good. He's hard <laughs> to block sometimes. <laughs>
0: and I'll switch that around for you, Luke.
4: Yeah, Bucky's a DN, so he's hard to hard to block.
0: <laughs> and coach, when you watch these two go up against each other, practicing, you know, the iron sharpens iron, kind of thing. What's that like?
5: Well, it's just it's it's great that we have all them guys to 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 have the iron sharpen the iron. I mean, it's I mean, Luke or uh, Peyton only plays one way, starting. I mean, he plays both ways, obviously, but. He starts one way. Luke starts both ways, but we have plenty of other guys to rotate and get in there. I mean, it's nice to have guys that only go one way. And I always think back to the years we've had. We've went a long ways in the playoffs, and you think you look at the makeups of those rosters, and you say, "Ooh, you know, we had this. We had three guys that only played one way on defense, and these three guys only played one way on offense." So, you know, it's it's a it's a good sign. It's a you know, and you need it for depth as well.
0: Yep homecoming week this week for you guys. Um, how much fun is that? Does it make it a little tougher to focus? We'll start with you this time, Luke.
4: Definitely. I mean, I'm on court this year, too, so there's a whole another load dropped on me. For...
0: <laughs> and now, obviously, it's a ton of fun, but if you as a football player you said you love football, do you wish you could move it out of football season a little bit so you could just focus on football, or do you love the whole, the whole deal?
4: The whole deal is great. I mean, just the atmosphere is awesome. Bunch of people come out for homecoming and everything.
6: So, Peyton, well, it's a tougher game this year. I will say that. So, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I'm definitely gonna have to focus more on the game more than ever this year.
0: Right, I probably got to feel good about hearing that answer there, Coach.
6: Well, yeah, I told these guys after the game last
5: week. I was like. I, I, They got to have fun, and you said something about moving home coming out of football season. I say that. Well, no, I'm, t- I'm
0: talking about strictly for football purposes because no, no, there's I, nothing like the pop and circumstance, but like, you know. No,
5: I get it, but yeah. it's like that's part of it. That's the, the football game is part of it. I mean, so, you know, and I think it's another challenge, and I'm kind of looking forward to the challenge. Can we deal with the hoopla and the court and the, you know, all that stuff all yeah. week and the dressing up and all this stuff? But can we come out to practice and focus? Can we? You know, it's it's another challenge for us, because you know, I'm not saying we haven't been challenged, but it's nice to have those different challenges. Because as you move forward in the football season, you're going to have different challenges. You know, you're going to be maybe playing on a Saturday at one o'clock, which is totally different. You know, you you know, you come across those things, and we've been fortunate enough to go to Ford Field, and. I Pretty sure a couple of these guys were along for the ride, you know. So it's like there's a different feel, there's a different different uh oh I don't know what I wanna say, but there's different things you have to overcome and different things you have to deal with as you go and make those long playoff runs.
0: So. Yeah, winning a tough game with a bunch of distractions of homecoming could be a big yeah, big it, factor in that.
5: Yeah, it could be. And ever like Peyton, I think, said it, it's probably the best team we played all year. I mean, they have athletes on the field, they kinda of mirror us a little bit in that aspect. I mean the quarterback can throw it all over the place. He can throw it to three different guys, you know. So it's it's it'll be a challenge for us. I'm looking forward to it. Now, Peyton, uh if you were to
0: maybe pick out one guy on the team this year that stood out to you, you know, maybe kind of the quote unquote MVP of the team. It doesn't have to have to be the MVP, maybe it's somebody who you didn't expect to do a whole lot and they're stepping up a big way. Who who would you kinda of call out in that situation?
6: Um Well, on offense I definitely say Caden Smith is just he's crazy. I mean <laughs> he's so good. I So offense, I would say him, and on defense, I would say Bennett. He he always seems to be making almost every single tackle at some point. (laughs) Yeah. About you, Luke? Uh, I'd say
4: probably Lane Gross, since he started playing a little guard and center, and he's moved running back now, and he'll get in there at D line, and he's he's good.
0: Yeah, and like I said, that was kind of maybe the unsung hero coming into this year. You didn't know where he was going to be, how much he was going to be playing. I think he's got six touchdowns, maybe leads the team in yardage. He's done a fantastic job. What about you, coaches? Like I said, I've asked you this pretty much every week, but, you know, who's your MVP so far, maybe two or three guys?
5: I always say the MVP, but you brought it up, the guy that you didn't know, not that you don't know what you're going to get, but the kind of a surprise is the guy sitting right next to us in Luke. Yeah, all right. I mean, Luke didn't get a lot of playing time last year. Now all of a sudden, he's you watch film and it's like, geez, he's he ain't, he's giving guys some fits on the D line, <laughs> and he's doing a really good job offensive line. Yeah. So he, he, I think Luke is Luke deserves that. I mean, I could say the same thing, but Peyton started last year, so you, you know a guy that didn't start last year that's really coming. I think Luke Lyon, the guy sitting next to me, deserves just as much accolades as Caden Smith and Lane Gross and, and all the other guys there yep. too. And now Jack
0: Fussman at this point. Uh, I believe I added, well, you guys, if you listen to me, you know my math's not that great. But I believe I added it up that he's now 19 of 32 for 413 yards and six touchdowns. Um, when you've got a quarterback who's got 20 yards per completion, how does that change what you guys do offensively, Peyton? We'll start with you.
6: Oh, uh, well, it's definitely nice to pass it a little more. Um, when the defense doesn't know what's coming, it's easier to block for, for sure. So,
0: yeah. know, uh, what about you, Luke?
6: Makes it a lot quicker. I mean, the, the offense doesn't have to be on the field for,
4: like, a bunch of plays. Yeah, you got that
0: 70-yard like, touchdown. It's just two, three plays instead of 14 plays yeah. go, going downhill. And, and Coach, for you, uh, you know, when you think about 20 yards of completion. You don't see that in the NFL or college really either. And a lot of that has to do with your strong running attack too. But just to have a quarterback that – you have the confidence in and has the ability to zing it downfield. Like we've got to compare it to bro Chuck Saturday after the game.
5: Yeah, uh, it makes. I've always said it a lot of times. It's like we, we do a lot of running. I mean, we that's a run game is always our staple. But man, when you pass and if you can make those big plays, now you see what your offense is doing. I mean, so. When we do pass and they do go for 30 yards, boom, now what's that do to a defense? Think about it. You know, think about it. If you were playing defense against that, wall. now that what's that going to do? That bring, that makes your run game so much better, yeah. too. So, And now
0: it was a tight game last year, 26-21, I believe, was the final. And I've, I've talked about it with you a bunch. I, I think I was doing the Mount Pleasant game. I had it up on my NFHS network, and it's close. Everett's driving down. And they go out of view on my iPad or whatever. I can't see it, and all of a sudden I see Carter Fussman and a bunch of you guys running off the sideline with your arms up. Talk about that game last year. What do you guys remember about that, Peyton?
6: Um, well, we kind of got lucky, to be honest. Um, I know I've been looking forward to kind of showing them it wasn't a fluke from last year. So yeah. I've been looking forward to that game for a whole year now.
0: What about
4: you, Luke?
6: Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play too much that game,
4: but it was just it was crazy seeing it, and I was just I'm ready to come back and
0: get out there yeah. a little bit nicer field though here and, and no offense to those Everett kids but when everybody anybody ever like to talk about oh nestle does so much for that community with the water pump stuff it's how come they're still playing at the fairgrounds then coach gross what do you remember about that game last year
5: well i remember we didn't i don't necessarily know if we had It was kind of one of them games where we played good early in the season and we were just kind of coasting that's what it seemed like to me as a coach that's what i felt like and it's like sometimes you think man we we could have probably benefited, and I don't want—I probably don't want to say—I don't ever like to lose. Don't get me wrong, but we could have benefited from a loss psychologically. So, but we came—you know—you take the win, obviously. Yep. But that's what I remember from that game: is we we were just we were trying to get better, and we were trying to get—not to say we didn't get better as the year went on, but we were just kind of coasting right there. And I think a loss might have done us some good. Now, I don't trust me; I'm not going in to lose any game. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, that's what, I, that's what I stick. That's the coach in me. That's what I remember about that game because we were just kind of there. I thought we were the better football team, but we just didn't play like it. Yeah, so. I'm going
0: to go back to a Mount Pleasant com- comparison in a conversation I had earlier. Last year, Mount Pleasant had that shocking loss to Bay City Central, which kind of helped them regroup and everything. It was almost similar this past Friday night. You know, if you guys saw the score, they only won 28-24 on a last-minute touchdown and Coach was kind of like, man, you know, got smacked in the face and maybe kind of need it. sounds like it was very similar for you guys last year to this uh, game that Mount Pleasant just had Friday night. It was a game that if you lost, it wasn't going to be something you were super worried about because they were a good team and smacked you in the face. But you could still come away with a win. That's uh, that's the ultimate goal, I guess. Yeah, and,
5: and Everett was a really good team, too. They went to the regional finals. Yeah. I mean, they're they're a good football team, They and they're a good football team again. You know, they, they had an early loss to Beaverton, but it was game one. Things didn't go their way, and Beaverton has a couple big dudes that just run. You know, they run downhill. Yeah, so. they
0: beat Shepherd a couple of weeks ago, too. So you know,
5: yeah, Beaverton's a good, a good football team too. So, don't take anything away from Everett. I'm not you know, at all. I mean, we better, we better be ready to play. We better not be uh, at the pep assembly when the game's going on. <laughs> otherwise, we're going to be in trouble.
0: And now, a question I started asking uh, guys, and if this is a stumper, it's kind of supposed to be Peyton for you. What would uh, high school be like with no sports?
6: My mom's a math teacher, so I still have to do my work <laughs> and stuff. I, I don't have a choice about that, but it definitely wouldn't be as fun for sure.
0: Yep, and you grew up with your dad as that athletic director. Talk about how much fun that was being being around the games growing up too.
6: Uh, yeah, it was nice. Like, I got to go on Ford Field when I was little and stuff. That part was pretty cool.
0: Yep. Now, Luke, for you, what would life be like without high school sports for you?
4: Yeah, I don't know. I, I, well, I like doing schoolwork. I don't know. I'd, I'd be. Missing it. All right.
0: Yeah, Yeah, you'd be missing it. But it was funny when I asked Bree and uh, Eva earlier, they were both like, well, give me more time to do schoolwork. And I'm like, you guys are the only ones that have ever had that for an answer. Brad, what did you say?
5: I said I'd probably be (laughs) 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 farming. I wouldn't have came to school because I like the sport so much. But, Uh, I mean, uh, I I guess their answers to me brought something, kind of made me think of why they're so good on the offensive line because they like their schoolwork. They're really smart. So hey. I can tell these guys one thing one time. Boom! They know what to do. And I don't have to tell. I don't have to tell these guys after after we put the install in. Yeah, there might be some tweaks we work out through the week, but now they got it. They know their they assignment. Know, they know their assignment. They know where they're supposed to go. I don't ever. I mean, it's kind of funny. I don't really talk to these two guys that much during practice because I don't have to. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I and, and that's got to
0: make you feel pretty good to to hear that coming from your guys' coach. Uh Luke, Peyton, Brad. Thank you guys so much for joining me again. And good luck to you guys Friday in that big game for Severn Homecoming. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you big thank you to those four athletes those two coaches griffin bohan and also the ad out at beale city taking some time to chat with me on another edition of spock sports show we'll be back with them more soon talking with cmu football tomorrow you know will be catching up with beale city sacred heart mount pleasant again and next week the spock sports show podcasting wherever you get your podcasts and every monday night on buck 92 brought to you by Barbary law firm Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman, sponsored locally through Barbary Law Firm. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views and opinions of Latitude Media. Our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com It's podcasting that matters.